Welcome to another podcast with the doctor and the dork here. This is Frank speaking with my co-star Olivia. Hi everyone. I like when I'm referred to as the co-star. Is it is it preferred <laughs> co-star or co-host? I think co-host is more appropriate since neither one of us are quite stars yet. <laughs> well, it is what it is. Uh, so this week, um, we're going to try swapping things up a little here, guys. We're going to try and, uh, I don't know, we're, we're just going to make things a bit smoother. At least we think we are. That's the intention. If it <laughs> yes. really comes out that way or not is to be determined. Yeah, less of the us going one at a time and more of our banter back and forth. But I guess we'll quickly start off with our <laughs> weekend review. For the record, guys, we are drinking some punch pops while we do this. They're these alcoholic ice pops that we got from our friend Brian. You may have just dumped one all over me. <laughs> <laughs> and they're delicious, guys. Delicious, they I tell you. Good. Thanks, I Brian. Thanks, uh, Eversource, for not fixing the Eversource, power. <laughs> you still suck, but thank you because Brian and Aaron donated these to us, and they're amazing. Um all right, so let's go into our weekend review. Right. So, <clears throat> figured we'd talk about some uh, camping because that was our whole week. Is that all we did was camp? Let's not try to figure this out now. What do you mean in our week or our weekend? Our weekend, week, yeah, I our guess. Weekend. I don't know. The only thing interesting thing we did was camping. But all right, I'll let so, you take it away. I talked about camping. So last camping. Bit. Oh, excuse let's me. Let's start <laughs> off with a little compare and contrast to our previous camping experience. Number one. I was definitely the superior tent setter-upper, and Frankie had nothing to blame any inaptability on this time when setting up the tent. But you know what? He still wanted to argue with me about how to correctly feed it through. You know what I think it is? He's got in his mind that I'm this city girl, and therefore no advice I can give about the tent can be correct because he assumes I've never set up a tent a day Um, in my life. That is actually a correct assumption <laughs> that you've never set up a tent in your life. And it's not <laughs> a correct the assumption. The prior time we went camping was okay. the first time that you set up a tent. You know what was the issue with that one? Is that the door wouldn't zip. So I was you like, were messing. what is this extra <laughs> flap over here? This isn't part of the tent. You were messing with a pole. You couldn't figure out how the poles went, babe. <laughs> Frankie, this time, was afraid to bend the pole for maximum arcing pleasure. <laughs> arcing pleasure. <laughs> so, therefore, the tent wouldn't stand. He was trying to tell me to bend mine harder. You know why you want to arc? Because you know how you got to... Those poles come with the strings and you got to kind of snap them in. Well, his one of his poles wasn't snapped in, and yet he wanted me to bend it before he's even finished constructing his side of the pole. That is true. Yeah, I'll give you that. Anyways, I will say... <clears throat> setting up tents definitely tests our relationship but we did a a one job taking down the tent we were on the same page everything went really well for that one yeah i think we tore down pretty Record damn well time. i also like the spot we picked this time we did we did it was a one except for that rock that was under you. so guys let's go into this so while we were camping nothing special happened that's a lie. So what ended up happening was we built the power tower of hammocks. Oh, I forgot about the power tower. So we had tower. hammocks 20 feet in the air. Yeah, we'll post a picture um, on our Instagram. That was great. Then uh, we also did... Uh, no, we didn't do that. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry. We didn't cool chop any... story. I lost track. I'm we, sorry. We went to the tower at nighttime. We did. Well, most of the group did. Uh, most of the group. M and AJ hung out at the campfire. I'm sure they were getting... Frisky. And then let's maybe talk about our night that night. Or uh, I was going to talk gun. about the never-ending slew of 
freaky mutant creatures in the yeah, woods. Yeah, that was our night that night. All so right. let me tell you, every <laughs> night so far that we've slept there, quiet, ain't no problems. Are there creatures wandering? Probably, but they're not waking me up, so, you know. Can't hear them, right? right? This time, however. Wrong. So... We started off, we went to bed early. We went to bed at, what, 10.30? Yeah, we went to bed before everyone else. So, yeah, probably 10.30, 11. Yeah. So, it was about 10.30 we went to bed. Um, <clears throat> it started off, everyone was out by the fire. I think they packed up around 11.30 midnight. That's when we started hearing this freaky large owl. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> That's basically how loud the owl was. Ooh! <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> Swear to God, that's how loud This thing was he must have been sitting above the fire because he sounded real close no he moved at first he was in the back near the tower the regular tower and then maybe an hour later the who suddenly got so much closer that i was like he's about to no dive into this tent thank god we've got a door that's why yeah again (laughs) we got a new tent by the way i don't think we brought no we did get a new tent but we'll go over that (laughs) um so yeah i didn't hear him until he was in the camp and he was like screaming above us, and then like an hour, not two hours go by, yeah. and then we hear Cooper, uh, Matt and Deirdre's dog, starts barking like crazy. But he's barking like crazy because I can hear a freaking cat of some kind. Yeah. Now this isn't a house cat. This is this sounds. This thing is loud, and it is yeah. making some crazy noise. I can't even imitate. It mountain just, lion, basically mountain lions in Litchfield, Connecticut. Yeah. What do you want me? I to think do it was it? some sort of you know mountain lion or bobcat, but none of us saw Fox. it. It was just that I don't know of any other creature that but sounds. But imagine like, that. like the most angry cat you've ever heard of, both meowing and hissing at the same time, and then like amplify it by fifty. And that yeah, was it, it was sound. stupid loud. The thing was arguing with the dog, and I was like, "Well, this thing's gonna claw through the tent with no problem." <laughs> and then we wake up. Um, I heard my phone vibrating, but I didn't think anything of it. This is at five thirty, six a.m. Too early. Yeah, and lo and behold, it's our friend AJ. And he's calling us because there's a freaking black bear gutting the garbage and just rat-fucking it all over the goddamn campsite. This thing just dragged garbage off into the woods. It dragged it all over the camp. All the snacks were picked up. And every time we go, we have this garbage can that's tied to a tree with a lid that snaps on. And never, ever has there been an issue with bears going through. But... Well, next thing you know, Frank's getting this phone call, and the next thing I hear is a stupid car alarm going off. And I'm like, well, who's car alarm? And there's Matt saying, hey, hey bears. bears. <laughs> like, hey, bear. So here we are at 6 a.m. We have a car alarm going <laughs> off. We have a black bear mama with two cubs in the camp about five feet away from one of the couples that decided to sleep over where the food is. Karma. Not a good idea, by the way. Um, we've told AJ this in the past, but we thought it was freaking hilarious because here's Matt screaming, hey, bear. And what does the bear do? It drags the garbage bag off into the woods. And then when the two cubs got scared, they promptly climbed a tree right next to camp. The best part about this is, well, Matt setting off his car alarm every five minutes, checking out the bears. Frankie decides... Now's a good time to go wander outside. I'm going to go to the bathroom. So he starts opening the tent and me being the loving girlfriend concerned about his well-being. Concerned about your... Where in the world are you going right now, you kook? Concerned about your own well-being. You know, more likely. i got to take a leak. I was like... All right, um, go get eaten by the bears. Uh, look, if Matt 
and ate Deirdre are deterring the bears, obviously now's he a says, good time. Well, I'm not going to walk towards the bears. I'm going to yeah, walk I'm gonna go the, Yeah, like, clearly. Okay, goodbye. Because I'm, I'm clearly Get ready to in. fight a bear at six in the morning with a full bladder. What I really thought no. was happening, I thought his game plan was that he was going to go out get attacked by the bears and then matt was gonna have to stab the bears and it was gonna be this romantic bromance experience for those two but well it could have been he made it safely back to the tent obviously yeah it could have been a bromance thing and then you shot it down but, um, can you think of anything else exciting from our uh, camping um, experience? No, we uh, Matt brought his quad out, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a bunch to fix on that thing because mm-hmm. it is lacking <laughs> a, a front light. Yeah. That that would be a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, a smooth running carburetor that would be another. Um, some tires that aren't dry rotted so bad they leak air every two seconds. That'd yeah. be cool. And, um, no, other than that, I, Matt, I know you're li- going to listen to this, but, uh, I like your quad. I really do, dude. But can you tell definitely. by all of the compliments you just, Oh, come on. <laughs> that thing's wicked. All right. So it's a manual. It is a four speed, right? Yeah. Four up one down for reverse. Um, so yeah, it's a manual. That thing is crazy powerful. I do like it. I do like it. They, they had to give it the Italian tune up though while we were out there because they had it running smooth you just had to rip the living hell out of it and clear the lines because yeah. they think the carburetor is just a and little then gunked a bolt up fell off right yeah and then he lost the bolt for the chain that got flung off and then as we were leaving the exhaust fell off of it as well so that was a little problematic um good quad though a1 <laughs> 10 out of 10 <laughs> so but no that that quad is a lot of fun if it wasn't a kickstart i'd probably like it a lot more i just something about kickstarting a quad where i you know what it is is the uh the riding foot pegs because he has like the floorboards but the netted floorboards for the quad and kickstarting into that, I just didn't feel like I was getting enough oomph behind my kicks. I didn't love being a passenger on there because I thought my foot was going to get chopped off in the wheels. Wait, on it, mine or his? When we took it, we took it back on his. Oh, I rode on yeah, the back. you did. And I was like, because Deirdre had made a comment about how she has to make sure her feet are far enough up. And I was like, okay. And then I went on it and I was like, my whole foot's going to get taken off. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, that makes sense. Um, but... Anyways, that was camping. We had a good time. And we got a new tent. We got a new Coleman, or, uh, was it Coleman, right? Yep, Coleman. Yeah, Coleman. We got a new Coleman tent. I picked up, it's the little four-person one, so. Yeah, two pillows, two yeah. sleeping bags, thank goodness. Yes. It was got a little chilly this weekend. It did. I woke up all kinds of confused, because I was like, any part of me not in the sleeping bag was too cold, <laughs> and any part of me in the sleeping bag was way too hot. Mm. That's it's, like, it's a real problem. I mean, how do you... I guess you got to do the at-home tactic of one leg out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, you're now sacrificing that leg to the bugs. Yeah. You don't know what's well, crawling on you out there. There, there are definitely no skeeters in our tent this time, but I, there were a couple of ants, which I don't understand. Maybe they crawled through the hole from the rock. <laughs> no, I saw a couple made it through the door. You weren't yeah. closing the door all the way. Do you hear that? Like, that. as if he closed the door perfectly every single um, time. I left that shit wide as all the way open. Exactly. But you're the one who made an attempt to close the door. So I'm blaming you. Next. (laughs) Um, Um, I think you had mentioned you want to briefly talk about interviews. Oh, yeah. So, guys, I just want to go over real quick because I haven't had a whole lot of jobs. I'm now 27. Um, 
I Olivia, think that's kind of a lie because you had three all at once, so that's got to count for something, right? Yeah, I did have three jobs early on, but even still, if I look back, I've only ever had one, two, three, four, five, like five jobs. Okay, do talk while I count. Well, mine. all right, yeah, I'm letting <laughs> Olivia count in her head here, but I've only ever had five jobs, guys. I'm 27, and two of my jobs, one was the military. And the other is the current company, Automated Logic, that I'm with. Well, technically Carrier now. Um, but, yeah, those are, you know, those have been my life since yeah. 19. 19 to 27 has been these two but jobs. I think that's good that you stay with somewhere for a while. It shows that you're in it for the long haul. I mean, it does. But I'm just a little curious, guys. How good, do you ever get good at interviews? I mean, is that a thing? Yeah, I think some people are good at interviews. I, I just like a, well, I wonder if that's just a personality thing. I wonder if you actually get good at interviews. Um, I th- I feel like you'd have to have an issue if you were too good at them because why have you had so much practice that you're good at it? Unless they're like a serial killer. But In which case, I think I think the tricks to being quote unquote <clears throat> good at interviews are being prepared. Like, did you go over your three minute tell me about yourself thing so that when you say it, it sounds natural? Did you actually look up the company you're interviewing for? Do you have valuable questions? Hmm. And then that combined with my personal just life thing is just to always go at it with confidence. Because you can say <laughs> something and it can be the biggest lie you've ever said. But if you say it with confidence, with enough confidence. they're going to believe you. <laughs> See, that's the, the military fake it till you make it. Exactly. That's the... Uh, what is it? The, the false motivation right there. Like yeah. I've had a couple of times where Frankie said something and I think there's like a 5% chance it might not be true. So I look, I'm dead square in the eye and I'm like, no, it's not. It's this. And then for a small second in time, I can see him doubting himself before he's like, no, it like is. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, you're probably right. I actually have no idea. Um, but no, I'm just curious, guys, uh, if anybody wants to write in about uh, some of their best or worst interviews. I'm just very interested in it because I don't think I've ever really had a bad interview. Do you have like a favorite question you've ever gotten asked or like a least favorite question you've ever no, gotten asked? No, honestly, I've never I've, – I wouldn't say I've ever had a bad interview, not off of myself, but off of uh, – well, coupled with that. I, I don't think I've ever had done a bad interview, mm. but I've also never – been sat with somebody that had like just the worst questions it was grilling me mm. honestly i think the worst i had was joining automated logic mm. because when i signed on my big boss steve uh emily my buddy matt and the now supervisor mark yeah. were all sat in there and mm. grilled me round robin just Everybody questioned me, and I was like, oh, my God, I know nothing about this job. I'm completely unprepared. <laughs> like, I'm completely unqualified. Like, I'm sorry you guys hired me. I really am. But We have, like, <laughs> uh, in the pharmacy world, every December there's, like, a conference, and that in part of this conference is a bunch of tables that are set up for different uh, interviews for fellowships <clears throat> and residencies. So one year when I went to it, it was kind of like speed dating. It was speed interviewing. You'd go to, like, 10 or 11 companies all in one day, and they'd eat to ask you like five questions or so so you got like kind of good at it but also just kind of generally stressed but the my least favorite question i got asked during that was if the world was full of just yous what kind of world would that be 
It'd be absolute chaos. Literally, what? Because then I made up some dumb thing about like, well, it wouldn't it be great because it's the uniqueness and the diversity that really makes, you know, <laughs> the world what it is. And I was like, in my mind, I'm thinking this is the stupidest question. I'd be like, ask. there'd be one kick-ass ultimate Frisbee league. <laughs> Cross-country league would be amazing. That's not a thing, but it'd be a new thing. Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's about it. I like that. And everybody would play video games. Yes. We can move into your dork segment now. I don't have a ton for my doctor segment. Oh, I don't have enough for the dork either. Well, you got more than me. We only got 14 minutes left. So, guys, if you are on a PS4, this month, uh, Sony is giving out a really good free game. Now, I actually didn't look up the second game. This is where you got it from. It was the free one. Exactly. So, they're giving away this free game called Fall Guys. Now, if you're looking for a mind-numbing free game that's actually fairly amusing. You should see his eyes. They it's light up like hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> I just Playing this game, I, I didn't know, expect, know what to expect when I went into it. And uh, it, it, it was worth it. I really like it. So what happens is, is you drop into a match with 60 people and you have to do obstacle courses. And there's no fighting or anything. There's nothing, at no point is there a fighting aspect to the game. It is all stupid little games you play competing against other people with these little, uh, all I can think of is the Sackboy character from Little Big Planet. It feels a lot like Little Big Planet, and Little Big Planet was a very good game. Never heard of that before. Um, it was, Little Big Planet brought out the creativity and the, the kid and everybody. Yeah. The first two of them were good. Three right. was we like, don't need eh. to get two. We're, gonna, we're not getting um, enough area for yeah, conversation. Yeah, you know what? You get your own door segment. Yeah. here. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that is a, I highly recommend Fall Guys. Very good game. Next, guys. Um, so... The uh, new PS5 that is coming out it is actually starting to become very stacked against the Xbox X series mm. or Series X, whatever they're calling they it. More games. Um, because they just postponed the new Halo game Ooh. for Xbox, which was supposed to be their like flagship dun, game. Dun, dun. Well, they postponed it till next year. Mm. Well, Sony turned around and is having basically another exclusive added to their system, the Ghost of Tsushima. Which is supposed to, which was Ghost al- of Sushi. Yeah, yeah, or Tsushima. I'm probably saying that horribly wrong, but needless to say, it was a critically acclaimed game when it came out this year, and they're re-releasing it with a bunch of new stuff for the PS5. It's an honestly bold move to say that they're releasing all of these games when they haven't even given a date as to when the PS5. It's basically go. out. They've had enough hackers. Basically out. All right, get one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, well, it's basically out, I say, because both consoles are releasing in November. No, no, I don't get either. What do you even need the console for anymore? Console. Aren't you downloading all of this stuff anyways from, like, a server? It's not like you're getting discs anymore. Are I you buy that discs. Go in there? Oh, okay. yeah. Can't you do it both ways? Yeah, you can. So why can't I just keep the same console as, like, a console. means of act instead of what? Console. Console. Council. Council is a group of people. A council, a gaming council. You're literally saying the same thing. No, it's C O U N C I L is council. Council, like you're saying. Council is C O N S O L S O L E. Whatever. Council. Oh my god. Anyways, why do you need to get a new one? Why can't they just use. If you're going to access this point where you're going to download the game, what? 
Why can't they just put the new games because there? Because you need the newest, latest, greatest hardware and software. Yeah, that's ridiculous. So here's the kicker, all right? Kicker. Would you want a computer? So that, essentially, this <laughs> thing's a computer. It's a gaming computer. Like, if I had to get a new iPhone every time I needed a software upgrade, I'd have to not have any phone. But they haven't released a new one for eight years. It doesn't matter. Why get a new one if the old one's not? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Um, Just make it better. Because it's not as good as the new one. Next. What's next <laughs> on the to-do list? Um, I know you weren't going to bring it up, but I'm going to bring it up for you. So the other night we're having a fire. Oh, God. And we're staring into each other's eyes. And the next thing you know, Frankie jumps up and he's got to run inside to the kitchen for a quick second. And he comes back looking real guilty. He's got that look in his eye. So he's been trying to wait to buy these games and he officially caved in. Are you going to talk about these games at all? Mm, I will once they come in. Okay, you want to give it your review then? Yeah. All right. I want to make sure my memory is not as bad as I think it is. So anyways, once he did that and he bought these games that he's been waiting to do, I decided I think it's time that I go find myself a Rugrats Search for Reptar or Rugrats Studio Tour or maybe Spyro Ripto's Rage or something. I needed a good old classic game that I wanted to play. Um, so upon doing this, I haven't actually bought anything yet because I just can't commit because I don't really have time to commit. So, But I think <laughs> I will when the winter gets closer. But I found one that had a lot with Sims Theme Park for PlayStation. Mm. And when I used to play Sims Theme Park, I had it on my PC, and I loved Sims Theme Park. But you know what's interesting? I never played Sims. I only played Sims Theme Park. Hmm. I Honestly, I was never a Sims kid. Hmm. That was Did you one ever of the play few... Sims Theme Park? No. So there were some big blockbuster Sims games that came out while we were growing up, and I yeah. never played I any never of them. I never did either. I didn't think I'd be able to get into it. But I think Sims Theme Park was a lot like Roller Coaster Tycoon. Did you ever play mm. that? I did play one called Theme Park Tycoon when I was a kid. Yeah, and basically you make your own theme park and you try to get people to come to it. Mm-hmm. You can buy like little little shops, little ice cream places. You can have different rides. I really loved doing My theme park sucked. Mine was so good. I loved it. I was terrible at that game. I really was. And I could never understand why I could never get anyone to stay in my park <laughs> until it just shut down. And the game would be like, you failed. And I'd be like, oh. Mm. <laughs> um... But but that's really it. Oh, well, I have one thing that's not really part of my dork segment, guys. Oh, but in case you were unaware, painting eyes on a cow's oh, butt boy. deters predators <laughs> from eating them. I was trying to think, I guess, predating them. But that doesn't sound right because that's, that's actually a word. Um, well, that's what the, the word they use in this article. But anyway, there's this guy out in Botswana, um, yeah, in Africa. Botswana. <laughs> <laughs> and he is painting eyes but on cows. Do what? Paint <laughs> oh <my> eyes? <laughs> <laughs> but he's painting eyes on cows' asses, and apparently it is deterring the lions. Mm. Now, of all the ridiculous things that I've ever heard, that actually—that's up there. That—that's mm. pretty hilarious. That somebody that in all of our history, it never occurred to any farmers to paint eyes on their cows' butts. Mm. To avoid them from getting eaten, or to help them from getting eaten. Yeah, interesting. It's just amazing. We've come this far, and the best tech we have against lions versus cows is painting eyes on their asses. That's just, like, the best we can do. With that, we're going to move right into the doctor segment now that all of your brains have melted Uh, out of you. I hope you're all dumber for this. (laughs) Just... So, 
I got a couple brief things, nothing too in-depth, but uh, when I've been seeing a lot of news articles that the opioid ap- epidemic is kind of increasing during coronavirus, have you seen any of those headlines? I haven't seen anything about it, but uh, I have read a few things on Reddit that's mm-hmm. saying it's been getting really out of hand in yeah. a lot of the cities, Yeah, and especially down south. Um, so that's kind of terrifying and sad. I can see it because it's not like we're living in easy times. People are probably looking for an escape. I think a lot of the other issue is that the rehabs are kind of being forced <clears throat> to cut down or like at least slow down the people that they're willing to accept into their programs. Um, so I'm sure that like even if there are people who want to seek help, it's becoming a lot harder to actually get that help. Because um, of Corona. Yeah. So I don't really have much to say about that. I could really go in depth about addiction. I don't know. I find that topic very interesting. But uh, you should talk to. We should have Sam on. Oh, that's a good idea. And yeah, Sam, if you ever listen to this, hi. <laughs> um, but yeah, we should uh, we Do should have Sam on, on because that? yeah, she's very into that. All right. She wanted to be a, a drug, drug rehab counsel. counselor. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, but for now, if you're listening to this and you're part of the epidemic, go listen to Dopey Podcast. I'll give them a free plug. <laughs> <laughs> Dopey Podcast. Um, yes, uh, I'm reiterating. The <laughs> other thing I want to talk about real briefly is Frankie had sent me an article about how Russia is basically preempting. Oh, their, yeah. Let's talk about their this. coronavirus Guys. vaccine. <clears throat> Who's going out of their way to take this Russian Corona vaccine? Come on. Somebody, I guess. Putin said that is, what is, what were Putin's words? Oh gosh, very effective, very safe, met all checkpoints. Like, <laughs> what? Okay, Putin, I didn't I know you it. became a scientist. I love that Putin said it met all of its checkpoints, even though it in the article I sent you, <laughs> It's literally said that they skipped part of the human testing trials. Yeah. I was like, well, that sounds like some of those checkboxes that you said were all checked. So this is a very interesting uh, topic, I feel, just in the kind of drug discovery realm. Because we we reached this issue, and I can understand both sides of the argument. So one side of the argument, which would be kind of Putin's side to this, is that if there's a drug that in any way might be effective, why, if I'm willing to take the risk knowing that a risk exists... Why should the government be able to stop me? And I think that's an interesting thing because maybe there are drugs that would be beneficial for some people that it's going to take one to two years before they finally come to market. And if you could use it before it's finally approved and benefit from it, then that would be ideal. On the other hand, governments and other people's view is that they want to make sure it's as safe as it needs to be before they go giving it out. I want to say freely because it's not free. I ponder on that and I just wonder if people are just trying... I wonder if our government is less concerned about the vaccine and more concerned of its efficacy based off of saving their own asses because hmm. they're afraid of being sued. Oh, because I'm wondering if they're I just I wonder if what we're seeing is their concern of, oh, we're genuinely concerned about people or we're genuinely concerned about not ending up in prison. Mm. And I wonder where it comes from, because one of just those are two very different places to come from yeah. when trying to help something. Yeah. And it just makes me wonder if they're hin- if our government's hindering us. You know what else is interesting about this that I haven't really thought about before this exact moment? Is that it's too bad there isn't like an independent kind of government-owned company 
that funds the research and the development of drugs for this, like when your nation's in the middle of a national pandemic or, mm. you know what I mean? Because right now what they're doing is they're throwing money this- at a bunch of pharmaceutical companies to try to figure this out. But at the end of the day, some pharmaceutical companies going to end up benefiting for whoever gets it first. Well, isn't it uh, the CDC? Isn't that what we use They're giving for? the funding for it and they're and the FDA's looking at the trial information to see what happens. The same thing is true even for the flu vaccine we should look into the cdc because i'm just i'm curious because i thought the whole point of not of the cdc was to have our own version of the who just for the u.s sure so that they give guidance the who gives guidance they don't find drugs well the who's out there on the ground you know i mean we don't really have these problems in you know the rest of the world but you know a lot of the third world countries they're out there in Africa you know Africa's not they're, they're a providing the continent, care they're but. more like the doctors the pharmacists the nurses they aren't the the drug developers and drug researchers oh well i i was thinking the cdc was i when i hear cdc i'm imagining some dude in a lab coat mix matching viruses and uh, stuff making they're, vaccines they're looking at results from trials and figuring so they're it out useless. from there yeah, so they're they're getting the funding. They're taking your taxpayer dollars to look at who's doing the research that deserves their funding, and they're throwing the money there. The same thing what? happens with the flu vaccine. Dumb. So every year, the flu vaccine on its own isn't profitable enough <clears throat> for a company to take its time to figure out what strains are going to be most common this year and come up with it. So what happens is the federal government takes a survey and says, hey, what company is willing to make it this year, throws all the money towards them to come up with it, and that's who makes your flu vaccine. Oh. Well, that, and they were saying, uh, I was listening to The Deadliest Enemies by the Michael T. Osterholm. Yeah. Um, and in that book, he goes on and describes, he's like, yeah, some years, he's like, the flu vaccine we create is like, is, we find out is like 0% yeah. effective. Yeah. And he's like, in some years, it's, it's like 20%. Yeah, yeah. He's like, but at no point do we ever produce a vaccine Perfect. that's like a hundred percent he's like the closest we've ever really gotten was like an 80 percent effective vaccine yeah the flu vax like when i see all my very pro-vaxxer friends try to make their point during flu season i'm just like use like a different vaccine because this is the worst one to try to make the the flu vaccine is literally just a shit show of i think we got it this year or because they have to make it in anticipation he was saying that they make it in anticipation so the you're, it's like you're predicting making the va- weather. Yeah, you're making you're a vaccine for, you know, something that doesn't what the next yet. year's flu is going to be. And it's yeah. like, how are you supposed to do that? Yeah. That seems very unrealistic to me. Usually they're lucky if they get like one strain, right? Usually they put three or four strains in there. And mm. if you're lucky, you, one of them is the popular one that year. But, all right. But, um, we're almost, we're, I know we have more we wanted to talk about. Are we Okay. Yeah, let's go a couple, two minutes. Okay. We'll run you guys I over. I just want to talk about one more thing, and then you can bring up something. The reason I brought this up with this whole be nice to have an independent research thing is that somebody had posted an article that we, the taxpayers, are funding the research for this vaccine. And yet, when the vaccine comes out, we're still going to have to pay for the vaccine. And they oh, bring up weird. an interesting point, because, like, sure, if they're looking up a medication to treat high blood pressure... Chances are they're just doing that on their own, and that's why when it comes out, it costs so much because you have to pay for all of the research that they just done. Well, I guess I'm not really against that whole concept because, uh, all right, that that's like, uh, well, you're paying to do the research, but then you, you already have... paid them with your your tax dollars to do well, the research. Your, your tax and now dollars you're went to again. research. No, now you're paying for a product. A product. That'd yeah. be like if you paid the guy 
to engineer a car, right? Mm-hmm. Not build you a car, engineer yeah. the car. All right, I feel Say, you. hey, here's the blueprints. Yeah. I mean, what do you want the drug company to do? Go around and go, all right, here's the blueprint for the vaccine. Okay. Go make it yourself. So you're saying since there's actual substance, there's they had to make it. They literally yeah. had to give you the product. They had to make it up from nothing. Okay, and yeah, our, I'm with our you. money's going towards that. And then to buy it a second time. It's for the ingredients that it took Exactly. To make. And that's okay. for the ingredients in the process. Yeah. And that makes sense. That's interesting. That doesn't seem I like super, that perspective. That doesn't seem super wrong. I bet now. if you looked at how much those ingredients cost versus how <laughs> then much Then I'd be like, okay, screw this. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you drug companies up until you start <laughs> listing off crazy prices on shit. And then I'm going to be like, okay, you lost me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I feel you. But that's about all I've got for the doctor segment, so... All right, guys. We got well, anything else? Oh, I know one thing I want to say, oh. but you might say it before me. What is it? Go for it. Um, we're up to 133 listens. We are, guys. So thank you again for all your support. We really need to put this in the beginning. I know. I thought about that, too. We're going to run you an extra 30 <laughs> seconds. I just want to take a minute here. Olivia and I would like to take a minute here. And thank you guys for all the support. Friends, family, new listeners, um, it means the world. We wish we got more feedback from you guys. Yeah, send us an email, um, at gmail.com. Drop us a comment. Give us a subscription, a like, a thumbs up, a comment on YouTube, or literally on anything. Go to Instagram, like a picture. I'm going to post the Power Tower hammock and maybe something else on there if I can. <laughs> um, but, you know, we really enjoy making this podcast, and we just want to say thank you guys for uh, coming out and helping us. And I say coming out by sitting at home and listening to these. Thank you guys for uh, coming out here. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, we will see you on episode 12. Any last remarks, Olivia? No, that's it. Bye, everyone. Bye.